My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Normally we would bring Tina in, but since she's already here... Let's uh, give a round of applause for Tina. Can we get a round of applause? Can I get that? Can I get some? (laughs) I had to make you smile. I had to make you smile. How you doing, Tina? Good. Thank goodness God has given me a great sense of humor. Uh, You know what happened down in El Paso County, right? With this crazy recount show they did? It's unbelievable. I, you know, I put this thing on my Facebook page, and um, it showed. Remember the monkeys? You might be too young to remember the monkeys. They were I mean, I'm glad you told me hey, I'm too young to remember the monkeys. The monkeys. Hey, hey, is the monkey? Oh, I, I know the monkeys. I just can't sing it because some of these places would be like, ah, oh, that's a copyright strike. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk about the monkeys. So I put this meme of the monkeys, and they were kind of looking, all, all four of them were looking sideways like this, and they had all these blotches on their face like monkeypox. And it said, it, and, um, and so I put, this was the look in El Paso County, right? And, the, and the, the, uh, on the bottom under the picture, it said, it said I used to think, I used to, not, uh, I used to think that mon- monkeypox was not a thing. And now I'm a believer. <laughs> and it was so funny. And I get the most vile response from the commissioner here. We'll be done with you soon. And, you know, you know I mean, he was just he was vile. They have no sense of humor. So, no, well, they, anyway. they can't. They can't have a sense of humor because, listen, there the, nothing that they have said or done up to this point makes any sense. In the coroner's race, I don't know if you knew this, Tina, but in El Paso County, at the coroner's race. <laughs> there was hundreds of ballots that went through where people had only voted for the coroner. I kid you not. You can't make wow. this stuff up. Just wow. ballots going through. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go vote today. But you know who I'm going to vote for? I'm <laughs> only going to vote for the coroner in El Paso County. It's absurd. <laughs> they think we're stupid, but we're not. And we're not giving, it's, this is not going to go away and it's not going to end. Are you going to give up, Tina? No, no, we can't now. We've come too far. They'd like for me to. 
yeah. don't think I have eight lawsuits or, you know, I don't know. It's just like Mike Lindell says, just throw them on the pile. So. Well, and the fact that the fact that he is he is running and gunning and still and doing some great things, um, and just determined. It, it he's is, a great man. He's a very he is he is an amazing man. I I, I do I do want him to slow down every now and then <sighs> because it'd be good for him, right? There's only a certain number of time that you could be the energy bunny, right? And he's he the energy. What's that? Yeah. He does on Sundays. His girlfriend told me he does. Good. Well, that's the day to just have a little bit of peace, I think. So yeah. you got to talk about vile things out there. Did you see what our GOP chairman here in Mesa County wrote on Facebook? Did you see that? No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. On, on Facebook. Find it for me, Mr. And Producer. He said that I should resign and I should go shack up with my sugar daddy, the pillow guy. Who is this that did this? This was the GOP chair of Mesa County. What's his name? His name is Kevin McCarney. Kevin McCarney. We'll call him Democrat McCarney. Kevin McCarney, I think I found him. Nope, did not find him. This guy actually looks like a pretty nice guy. Different guy. Somebody find that for me, Mr. Producer, if you will. I want to I want to make Kevin famous. You know, they they don't have any these are soulless people. You know, when I talk about the establishment GOP, you heard that Kevin Priola of Colorado Switch parties. Well, at least, he, he, at least he did it. At least he he is willing to admit that he's a Democrat, right? All yeah. these other Republicans won't even admit that they're on the other side or subverting our elections. Or so, so he makes the switch over to Democrat, and I go, "What difference does it make?" He was the one that wrote something that said that if you are in pillows, that you can't. Uh, be involved in election integrity. And I've always found it really um, fascinating the way that politicians think. So they think that, well, this isn't a good candidate because this candidate won't follow orders. This person would not be good in office because they don't have the experience. And I look at what we have so far across the board on Democrats and Republicans, and I'm disgusted. I could run circles around 99.9% of them. They've never started a business, never ended a business, never had to take care of and feed other families while making sure they could feed their own. They've never had to do hard, make hard decisions. They've never had to do any of that. They're, they've lived in, in a world that doesn't exist for most Americans. Yet they, they continue to say that, you know, elections are complicated. Tina, what is so complicated about one plus one equals two? You know, that's why I wasn't popular. And I remember being in, a, being in a commissioner's hearing, and here I'm an elected official in front of elected officials. And they said, well, you know, Tina, you could, I was shaming them. And I said, you know, they said, Tina, you know, you could come talk with us anytime. I said, you know what? And I turned around and I looked at the people behind me. I said, I relate more to, you, to these people than I do to you. These are the people that elected me. And of course that wasn't real popular. But you know what? I didn't, I didn't run for office to be popular. I ran for office to do what the people elected me to do. I'm not, I've never been part of their little cabal. 
And I, you know, that's not what people elected me to do. I'm not in the good old boys club. Um, and they don't like that. They want to control. They want to be above everybody else. And that's not what they were like. But, but, right? but here, here's my problem. The American people do not want lobbyists. The American people do not want more taxes. They feel like they're being fatigued to death. The American people don't want toll roads at every corner. They don't want it. The American people don't want flat lights up that take pictures of people's plates for speeding and send them a bill in the mail. They don't want a system of taxation that is so burdensome that both parents have to work in order to just provide basic necessities for their children. They don't want it. Do they? No, they don't. They don't. And they don't want to put their children in, in daycare uh, and, and kindergarten at three and four years old so that the state can educate your children. They don't want this. They want to have families. And I don't care if they're Democrat, Republican, whatever they are, libertarian, doesn't matter. When I was walking door to door before, uh, during the 2016 election um, and before I got into uh, office, you know, people are people. They want to be free. They want liberty. Um, and Say it's not know, so. The, they uh, want what? They want liberty. We don't know what liberty is here. Mm, well, we're getting ready to find out if people don't start getting involved right now in their elections process and find out what's going on. And uh, this recount in Colorado is special. Well, this recount is important for the whole United States that we're going through. I just got off a status conference, and this is going to happen pretty quick. We just uh, uh, just heard from a judge, and it's going to be set for uh, just in a week, not even a week, uh, for hearings and so you have a so you have a, a hearing set for the next couple weeks. In well, which, the first in which case? on well, <laughs> which case? <laughs> Sorry, I have, I have, to, to, I have to ask. So many of them. So, so you know, my run for Secretary of State—they did a classic, uh, a a classic um, report number three steal. And in report number three, it shows how uh, when the ballots come in, they come into a da database and then the, uh, the images, there's an image taken of each ballot. They're changed and then they're transferred over to the second database. It's kind of like having two sets of books. So I was up 47% as, as most people know. And even, even the media, the mainstream media knew that I had won. Uh, so they were congratulating me like the week before, all during the week, and they were <laughs> when I lost, I didn't lose. Uh, in Garfield County, votes were flipped from one candidate to the other at 11.30 at night and then back again that afternoon. And the people in Garfield County, the election officials had gone home at 10 that night. This happened eleven thirty at night. Oh, I know. You know I saw the switch, and then and then and then they didn't right. say anything about it. By the way, they said nothing about it until the next day when somebody said it, and then they switched it back. So, so the re I, yeah, yeah, all smoke and mirrors. So then, um, so I, I uh, reached out to the people, and you know, uh, to do a recount, and the Secretary of State came back to with two hundred thirty-six thousand dollars. It would cost to do a recount. 
So I, you know, I reached out to the people of the state and all across the country that are interested in elections and want to have a voice. And they, and we raised the money less, well, about a week, a little over a week later, she raised the price $20,000 to be able to have a vendor come in. You know who the vendor was, right? Yeah. Vendor, vendor was Dominion. I was going to say it. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, I can say okay. it. I just wanted I, you know, I don't want to be the one. <laughs> Dominion. Oh, Joe's out to get Dominion. I'm not out to get anybody. I'm, I'm just, out for a I'm free and fair election. Just facts. These are just the facts. This is not, I'm not accusing anybody. Anything. This is just the facts. So Dominion was there and, um, uh, oh, so took the money. It was another $20,000, kicked a lot of people off in El Paso because they couldn't raise the extra 10,000 that was required of them for the vendor. And um, took the money the next day, because you have one day to give it to them, $256,000, a check, cashier's check, walked to their office that afternoon. That night at 8.03 after business hours, they said, we're starting tomorrow. We're gonna start tomorrow. They said El Paso County. Didn't tell me about the other eight counties they were gonna do the next day. As a candidate and an interested party, I'm, able, I'm allowed to have uh, watchers there. Mm-hmm. Didn't give it time to get up. So long story short, they get they rush this thing through. We know what happened in El Paso County was just a crazy, crazy show. Uh, out of, and they didn't do it right. They did not do it according to the law. So when you're ready, I'll tell you what what they did and what they should have done. And that's why we're going to court. Well, and there's a lot of information that's come out in this injunction in, in, in uh, Arizona specifically. Clay Perik says, your system's bunk. And I was supposed to test the source code, and you stopped me because you were doing this in the interest of Dominion, and nobody could get access to the, the, the source code. That by, by far, that by itself is the most damning thing for Dominion or any other company because they are literally policing themselves and saying, hey, look, you can look for vulnerabilities, you look for penetrations, look for things in Inside of this, you may not look at the source code. You can't look at it. And so we can delete things and we can change log uh, file uh, uh, containers to, to make sure it doesn't hold too much information so it overwrites it every three, four, five days. We can do all of these things. We can run ballots through that aren't that aren't connected directly to the paper ballot that it, it supposedly voted for. I mean, there's just a lot of things that as we go through this process that we're starting to realize that our elections are garbage. Mm-hmm. They certainly are. Well, and Dominion is acting as a state actor. Right. And that is, that's against the law. You can't do that. So during this so-called recount, I've got to think of a name for it because it's not really that. Um, there's supposed to be a test they do ahead of time. So the test is this. They have to, the Canvas board, not the clerk, not yep. Dominion, as in this case, goes and picks the ballot tabulators, the Dominion equipment that they want to test. Yes. So let's just say, let's just say in, um, in Mesa County, we have four tabulators, Dominion tabulators. And let's say the Canvas board said, we want to pick uh, one and three to test. Okay, great. Then they go get the ballots. 
the actual voter verified ballot. Right. They bring them out and they hand count those ballots. Right. The law says if there is a discrepancy between the machine count and the hand count, the whole thing has to be done by hand. Right. So that's where we're at right now. But in the meantime, in the meantime, they did this. They did this quick ballot thing that they did, which is just a machine count, right? A machine recount. Well, what they so the test they did, which they they thought was sufficient. So before you do an election, you don't already have actual voter verified ballots. You right. Don't, you know, you haven't received any ballots back yet. Uh, they've just been mailed out or haven't even been mailed out yet. So we do what it's called a logic and accuracy test. There's, there's a lot to be said about that. That's another show for another time. But um, so they have uh, the canvas board members will fill out under votes, over votes, different races, that sort of thing, and then feed them through the tabulator. And then we'll sit there and count them and make sure that the totals match. That's not what you do in a recount. And I don't know if you can put that up on the screen that that's what you actually do in a recount. But they did not, you don't, do not do that. You have to compare what the machine said at during the election, the totals the machine said with that actual voter verified ballots that ran through that, that particular machine. And then compare them. And then if there's a discrepancy, then it goes to a judge. The judge makes the Secretary of State do a hand recount for the whole state. Yeah, so, so this is, is yeah, this is the uh, one hundred two dash, um, and this says prior. Let me just tell you this: prior to any recount, the canvas board shall choose at random and test voting devices used in the candidate race, ballot issue, or ballot question that is subject of the recount. The board shall use the voting devices that is selected to conduct a comparison of the machine count of the ballots counted to each such voting device for the candidate race, ballot issue, or ballot question to the corresponding manual count of the voter verified paper records. If the results of the comparison of the machine count and the manual count in accordance with the requirements of subsection 3-A of the section are identical, or if any discrepancy is able to be accounted for by the voter error, then the recount may be conducted in the same manner as the original ballot count. If the results of the comparison of the machine count and the manual count in accordance with the requirement of subsection 3-A of the section are not identical, or if any discrepancy is not able to be accounted for by voter error, a presumption is created that the voter verified paper record would be used for its final determination unless evidence exists that the integrity of the voter verified paper records has been irrevocably compromised. So, what, so, so let me just say what this is. There was a discrepancy. They did not. Now, it's my understanding they did not choose two machines. They didn't choose the machines. They just did it. Correct. They listen. They did not follow that those instructions. They no. followed. They followed what they didn't even use real ballots. They used test ballots. They used test ballots. They yes. didn't use voter verified ballots. So they the whole thing is a kangaroo court, and I think everyone needs to understand this. We have rules, and they can't even follow the rules that are set in place with the compromised machines. They can't even do that. They can't even follow a process. They tell us safest, most secure election in U.S. history. It's the gold standard. They have a set of rules that they have to operate from. And Tina, did they operate from those in the state of Colorado? No. None of the, none of the counties randomly selected a machine and then count, hand-counted 
the ballots that went through that machine. None of them. But they're experts, Tina. These people are experts. They had dominion there. They they know what the rules are. Remember, we just sit down, shut up. What did what did Wayne Williams say? Sit down, shut up. We got this handled. You guys just let us handle the election. Isn't that what he said? <laughs> You know, the, it's. I was in Montrose during their their so-called test and recount, and they were continually texting Dominion for instructions. They had a, a booklet. They had a, a staple booklet that had been given to them, probably from the Secretary of State, that had Dominion on the front, and it had step-by-step -step instructions on how to do this test and recount. You don't really, you don't really think that Dominion is going to have you compare the actual ballots to what their machine said <laughs> no but, but why would you why would you do that why would you do that why, why, i know but you know we it's don't care about the law here tina i mean that's obviously what they're saying all right so i'm going to be jenna griswold you're going to be tina peters tina you know <laughs> i want you to know that joe oltman threatened me he's been threatening me he told me that he wanted to hang me what do you think about Tina? How could you stand next to Joe Altman? Well, Jenna, are you a traitor? Because you know that's what the that's what the law says. Are you a traitor? Well, you know what? You done but that's not the point. You need to be nice to me. You need to, you know, I know these elections. I know them. I know them by one. I know how to run an election and the recount. So why can't you just accept that the recount showed the same thing as the other count? Jenna, there hasn't been a statewide recount in 27 years, and you were pretty young. What were you, three at that time? I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not allowed to do voices anymore, and I've had a great day because I got to troll a couple of attorneys for a case for Smartmatic. Um, I sent in all the information. They said they didn't get it. I sent the information, so I made them send it back to me. And they wanted me to go through and do all this digging for data. And so I've had a good day. It's been a great day. Anytime that you can actually piss off attorneys, it's a good day. It's a really good day. All right. So I want to show some things. I want to get. I want to dive into this because I think it's important to dive into this. Um, first of all, I. I. You know, I'm going to need your autograph when this is all said and done with because this movie selection code was hot it was awesome so we have a cut of selection code i'd like to play it if i can mr producer let's play the first three minutes of selection code and then tina i'm going to ask you about it after we get done let's go well so the cut that we have is, is uh, the three minutes of tina of tina yeah yes. then reading yeah. that statute yeah thank you so much tina peters here and i uh i'm so sorry i'm not able to be with you this evening there's so many people that I love and, uh, and would love to be with tonight. But you know what? It's, there's been so many good things happening. And I just want to give you the reason that I'm not here tonight. Come now, the people of the state of Colorado, by and through their undersigned district attorney, and object to the defendant's motion in the above case. As grounds, therefore, the people state the following. The defendant seeks permission to travel to Springfield, Missouri, to attend a summit called the Moment of Truth Summit. According to the defendant's motion, the summit will include the premiere of a documentary film in which Ms. Peters participated. A review of the website for the Moment of Truth Summit reveals that the film selection code will be shown at that summit. Selection code has a website wherein it describes the film and has a trailer. Ms. Peters is celebrated as a hero of sorts for doing what the film describes as the following. 
The story of Tina Peters, the county clerk in Mesa County, Colorado, who made a backup of her county's Dominion voting system server, only to stumble across evidence of manipulation in a recent local city council election, and also the 2020 general election. Tina's discovery ignites a chain reaction, upending her life and upending the world. In summary, Ms. Peters is seeking permission to leave the state so that she can be celebrated as a hero for the conduct the grand jury has indicted her for and claims this is necessary to further her business interests at a time where she continues to draw a substantial salary as the elected clerk and recorder while doing no work for the county who is paying her. The undersigned on behalf of the county I represent object to this request and do not believe it is necessary and represent to the court that this may be the most offensive travel request the undersigned has seen. The undersigned further notifies the court that he has consulted with the victim in this case and he takes no position. Based on the foregoing, the people would respectfully request this honorable court to deny the requested travel leave. So the judge actually uh, approved the DA's request for me not to be able to come be with you tonight and uh, to celebrate a movie that actually celebrates you. People have to understand this is not about me. This is about you. And this you know, I want to I say something. That DA, that piece of trash DA, I'm sorry, you, don't, you do not say it. You do not take a position on this show. I'm going to take a position. Dan is an absolute traitor to this nation. He's a traitor to the people that he represents in his community. He said, I'm going to look into this, these reports. We're going to look into them. And then he called Dominion, and he was like this. Ring, ring. Hey, what's up, uh, Mr. Polis? Hey, listen, uh, can you go ahead and send me down someone that can validate that there's time drift happening and all this stuff? You know, I just need some explanations that I can smooth things over. Even though I don't know jack crap about technology, I can't hire an outside source. So I just want to know if you can handle it for me so that I can just, you know, throw this through the, through the curb. Oh, and how much will you give me to my next uh, re-election campaign? Oh, what job will I get after I get done being the DA? Oh, thank I appreciate Thank you. <laughs> Isn't that what happened? Well, Mayor Garland um, has been involved in this from the very beginning. You know that, right? Oh, so yeah. let me tell you, who the, you know who the victim in the case is that he consulted with? Jerry. Jerry is the victim. Do you know about the not working? I worked all, Belinda and I both worked all, and, and Sandy worked all through COVID. All through COVID. We didn't sit at home on vacation all during COVID. We went to the office every single day and sometimes on weekends. Um, and I would still be working at my office if, the, if they hadn't unlawfully picked me out. So for them to complain that the county is still paying me and I'm not doing any work, I can't even, I can't even contact, I can't even talk to my friends there, my employees. I can't even go there. I've got, I've got a title that needs to be changed. I can't even appear in person at any of my three divisions that I, the people elect me. They have essentially unlawfully removed me from office without a recall. And then they complain that they're still having to pay me. They would not pay me if they didn't, if they didn't have to. They, but they have removed me from office, which is illegal. 
Yeah, they don't. They don't have authority. I mean, I, I I studied this in the Colorado Constitution, whether or not they had the legal authority to do what they did, and whether or not the Secretary of State's office or any court in the, except for the Colorado Supreme Court could actually rule in such a way to remove an elected official that represents the people of their community. And there is no such standing at all. No, the, what they took me out of my office for, Joe, and I'm sure you know this, is the one that, a CRS Colorado Revised Statute one one thirteen which is wrongful acts and neglect of duty. I have not been convicted of wrongful acts or neglect of duty. And furthermore, in that statute, it says that it, that it is incumbent on them to prove it. And I can have, I can have um, my side told. It was never, ever told. My side never got to be told. The judge ruled on it, and it was done. And they so locked the doors. So, so let me just let me read that for you. If you put that up real quick, it says so. This is the standard by which, in the Colorado Divide Statute one 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 thirteen. If you're not in Colorado, go read this. When any controversy arises between an official charged with a duty or function under this code, or any candidate, or any officers or representatives of a political party, or any persons who have been who have been made who have made nominations, or when an eligible elector files a verified petition in the district court of competent jurisdiction, alleging that a person man this is a long one a person charged with a duty under this code has committed or is about to commit a breach or neglect of duty or other wrongful act after notice to the official which includes an opportunity to be heard upon a finding of good cause the district attorney or the district court shall issue an order requiring substantial compliance with the provision of this code the order shall require a person charged to forthwith perform the duty or to desist from the wrongful act or to forwith show cause why the order should not be obeyed the burden of proof is on the petitioner right so they never I, gave me my day in court they never they never proved that i had done anything wrong uh, so you're guilty till proven innocent in mason county evidently so so why don't you actually go to another competent jurisdiction another uh, competing jurisdiction and file a suit for wrongful termination and then also file a suit individually against Dan Rubenstein make him defend himself make these people defend themselves and have you guys done discovery and this is just a question maybe you can't answer this done discovery on the grand uh, jury and how that was conducted oh my goodness that grand jury you know and people don't understand it a, an indictment a grand jury indictment is just an accusation uh, yeah. on, on the side that wants that <laughs> on the side that's accusing you you know people but have you seen the information have you I, seen the information that was presented in the grand grand jury to the grand jury have you have you been able to get access to yes. what they presented they just they just released it and um you know all i can say about it is um the truth is going to come out and it's not going to be what was presented let me just put it that way um yeah, and you know, look at the things I've been accused of. Nothing about making the image because that was not that was not illegal. It's it is stealing Gerald Woods' identity. But you didn't steal Gerald Woods' identity at all. No, and, and I was you know, in that I was in that plane when he said that I was involved in this, and I feel like this is necessary. And and he was the one that said that. I didn't even I I just asked him how he's doing. Like how are you doing? Like they just raided your house. You were gone. How are you doing? And he's like, I'm fine. I'm good. We're going to we're going to fight for our nation. And he sat there and said, "Oh my gosh. 
I can't wait until somebody calls me and says, Joe, what did they say? And I wasn't the only one on that plane. I mean, Gerald Wood is in a lot of trouble because perjury is, especially criminal perjury, and then you have a, you'll have a civil suit against him as well. But th- he's lying. He's not telling the truth at all. From what I've heard him say on, on all these interviews, I mean, he's always wanted to be, be on interviews. He has to be on, on Steve Bannon and Lindell and all those you know, a while back. I remember I was in someone's home with him and he was talking to me about how he was such a hero and how people kept coming up to him and telling him he was such a hero. And I just got this sick feeling in my stomach. He was just gushing. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is serious. You're, you know, you're gloating about what a hero you are. Um, there's, a lot, there's a lot of information that's gonna come out. A lot of witnesses that are, that are going to debunk his whole story uh, about he was a victim. Now, this he knew what he was doing. He was protecting a man's identity who had just busted one of the largest human trafficking rings in the nation, who's a top-level white hat uh, that has worked for the government with every every um, uh, security clearance you can you can have. Uh, so, yeah, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. He's made a deal with the devil, and I'm I'm sorry that's happened. Um, you, know, you, you never know what somebody's going to do when the pressure's applied. But, um, well, you know, yeah. yeah, so the problem is that most people don't have the courage. And when under pressure, they'll say and do anything just to maintain some sort of uh, chivalrous environment, right? So make sure the, the appearance you know, of that. Did you know his attorney, and we didn't find this out until February. So this was from August till February. We didn't know that his attorney went to law school with Dan Rubenstein, best friends, go to coffee all the time. Oh, come on. You know. Oh, no, yeah. That's, Peters. That's a- yeah. <laughs> best friends. So there was no pressure there. No, not at no, all. No, no nothing there. I, I want, <laughs> nothing I want to play that with the the actual the actual clip that I wanted to play before, which is a part of the selection code. I, I misunderstood, so it's my fault. Mr. Producer doesn't have to yell at me after this or start throwing things or maybe giving me the international freedom symbol. Um, yesterday, Tina, by the way, everything broke for me, and so I literally was doing an interview with an amazing person, uh, Monique Miles. So she's the uh, ADA, excuse me, the. Uh, uh, the deputy attorney general in Virginia that was railroaded for standing up for America's, uh, America's liberties. And I did the entire show without any access to any information, except for maybe a, a couple of things like show number 12. And I was like, we're going to, Mr. Producer, play number 12. <laughs> this time it's my fault. So let's go ahead and play this, this cut if we can, please. And upon examining those records, there are log files that deal with adjudication. Those are gone. They're all gone? All of them? Yes. They would have been gone if I hadn't have done a backup. These people are being selected, not elected. And when the person's vote isn't being honored, something... Then it's all just an illusion. Something has to change. If I have to hand count every single election from here on out, that's my commitment to the people. What if it costs you your life? then I'll be with my son. I raised a Navy SEAL. I'm a gold star mom. Lost him four years ago. My blood and his blood is the same. I love this country. I believe this is our last chance to save it. And if we don't get 
this fixed. If we don't expose what they're doing, I believe we've lost this country. I haven't seen that. You have to send that to me. I will send it to you. Um, you know, I have a lot of pent-up aggression. I've always been hoping that Antifa would come visit me so I can let it out. <laughs> but this, uh, this small um, trailer, it, it emotionally hit me in a lot of different ways. One, because you have you, you're in there, you know, with your, for those in the audio version, you, you're taking your oath of office. You're hanging out with your son. Your son was serving our nation. He lost his life in service. They've attacked your son. They've attacked your husband. They've attacked you personally. They've written stories about you. They've degraded your character. They've done all of this because they want to hide improprieties and lies. And the apparatus of government is supporting it. That's a whole new type of evil. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet. Maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're for you, and, and here's the thing it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with 30-day money-back guarantees, like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. Right. And yet you smile. I'm sorry. I'll say it. What they won't say, I'll say I'm sorry. I think it's pathetic. I think what they've done to you is just, and then they get mad because you, you speak out. I want to punch people in the throat for you. I seriously want to hurt people for you. I, I want to basically... I do. They've taken all the men in my life. So. No, they have not. <laughs> Thank you. They, they haven't you know taken me. They haven't taken Mike. They haven't taken Kurt. They haven't taken... I can, I can name a list. I mean, you, you have warriors all around you. And all you have to do is call me. I'll get on a plane. I'll get in a car. Can't take a boat there. There's no water here in Colorado. But I'll be there. 
You know what keeps me going, Joe? What? What's that? It's all of you. It's all of you. I love the I love the people. You know, I, I remember what my my guy that's helping me on the campaign making speeches and make you know want me to memorize them. <laughs> just awesome and go. I've got to I've got to speak to people. You know, that's that's I I, I feel their heart. <sighs> You know, they have children. They have people that are growing up in this world. You know, they don't want someone who is them. And that's what keeps me going. You know, I, everywhere I go, people say, I'm praying for you. Um, you know, once you put your hand in the plow, you can enter path. It's a real thing. And I think God but, put you, you know, on this path. Well, they can't get us all. That's what I always say. <laughs> but I need people. I need, I need help. I need people. I need civil rights lawyers. I need um, righteous judges. I need people to pray for righteous judges, especially in this recount situation. Uh, we need people. We need judges to rule according to law. You know, I haven't had that yet, and um, I believe it's out there. I, I, I believe we need to pray for these people that God can turn their hearts to you know God. God sees everything. And he's put them into these positions, and they'll be they'll be held accountable for what they do. Um, and uh, God doesn't like people messing with his kids. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I want to I want to put this up if I can. This was the letter that came in from the the guy that I think is a total turd, Kevin McCartney. Of course, I'm I'm no friend of the Republican Party, the establishment anyway. They, uh, they don't like the fact that I stand up with people that stand for our people. The people in the community, by the way. If you know what our people is, our people in the community. But Kevin McCartney... What's that? They asked me to step down, the head of the, of the uh, uh, Republican Party in, in Colorado. You like my cup? I do. I know what happened <laughs> in the 2020 election. Mr. Producer, if you can kill the gain a little bit, it's, it's kind of crushing my soul. Um, let me read this. This is uh, Kevin McCarney is with George uh, Hates and 17 other. This is a public post, so I can put it up. Uh, I, I'm not going to tell you who the 17 other people are, but it's public. So it was on August 4th on Kevin McCarney's uh, Facebook page. So go say hi to him. You be, be respectful, please. You can't make this stuff up. I had it with Tina Peters. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, folks. I am mad as hell, and I can't take it anymore. I know this is going to cost me friends and supporters, but I don't care at this point. Tina Peters has to resign, period. Maybe head to Minnesota and shack up with her sugar daddy. Uh, you know, this, this guy is a... He's never sacrificed anything, by the way. It's not part of the, the letter. He never sacrificed anything. It's not enough that she's going to ruin our chance to get rid of Jenna Griswold. She is going to ruin the whole election for the GOP in Colorado. Those of you who stood outside in the hot sun collecting signatures to recall Polis, as I did, if you are now supporting sore loser Tina, you are helping Polis get reelected. There's no way to explain it any clearer than that. You are hypocrites of the worst sort. Here is the statistic you need to know. 70% of Republican voters in Colorado rejected her as a Republican candidate for Secretary of State. That is a lie. Um, here's another thing you need to know. Tina uh, purposely stole the identity of a constituent to break into the election office. You had full access to the election office. Um, she put 
He and his family threw the ringer for months and then accused him of lying. In what universe is moral and ethical? She has managed to split up a fine organization here in Mesa County, stand for the Constitution. She has created a third wing of the Republican Party, the delusional, sore loser wing. She and her supporters are going to drag us all down. I'm asking you good Christians out there, the voters of Colorado deserve better. Whew. And then he went on to send something to the Daily Sentinel because Kevin McCarney had to get his day. He had to get his day in the sun, kind of like Kevin Priola, the little traitor Democrat that wrapped up himself in a Republican outfit and said, and it really doesn't matter, does it, Tina? Republicans and Democrats on both sides, they just leave the people behind. This is, it's the uniparty. It's happening on both sides. You know, I mean, look, they tried to get me to resign after the, after I was indicted. And there is a third party. It's called the American party. The constitutional party, the party of, of the people. He goes on to say something that he was, he was a supporter of yours. And he told you that something was wrong in the 2020 election. I want to, it's, it's, it's disgusting that he wrote this, but to the editor, enough is enough. It's time for Tina Peters to step down. I have as many of the journalists of the Daily Sentinel have noted, been a supporter of Tina's no longer. Hopefully Tina is reading this. Tina, 70% of Republican voters in the recent primary did not want you as a secretary of state. There's no way that you're going to find the necessary votes to change this. However, not only are you going to ruin their chance of getting rid of Jenna Griswold, you're going to ruin Republican chances across the board. How does your conscience allow you to take a salary from the taxpayers of Mesa County and never actually be in the county or do any work for them? Nothing is ever your fault. That sounds a lot more like a Democrat. Maybe that's what you are, a secret Democrat plant. I'm embarrassed as ever to have been a supporter. Tina, in what universe is it acceptable to purposely steal the identity of a person you break the law? You owe the Woods family an abject and immediate apology as you do many others that you have thrown under the bus. Tina, you remind me of a character in the old Star Trek TV show, General Trelane, retired, who breaks down at the end of the episode, whining at his parents, I was winning. I would have won over and over again. Here's a hint of the Democrats wanted to win the Secretary of State's election. They would have cheated to make sure you were nominated. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off 
everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. I mean, I'm, I'm going to, this is where I get mad. Tina. All I, I guess know, he would, you, what's that? I said, he, I guess he would rather have uh, the uh, wolf in sheep's clothing that funneled $470 million uh, to counties that Biden won. Their secretary and, and uh, one of their five directors. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't even see her going up against Jenna Griswold. And do you know that Mike O'Donnell was on the board? I've got some of the paperwork here. He was on the board that uh, uh, that uh, Weiser created in 2011. He's on, on the board with him. So he was a plant as well. And that's what that's what that's what he wants. Well, they cheat every which way they possibly can on both sides of the aisle. Tina. How in the world? I, I've traveled all over Colorado. I've had conversations with everyone all over Colorado. I've been at Lincoln Day dinners. I've, I, I can't go have a meal somewhere without someone walking up and saying, hey, are you Joe Oltman? I'm like, uh, yes, I am. I can't go anywhere. Mr. Producer will, will attest to this. I go anywhere, and they're like, you're Joe. And I'm like, yes, I am. I shake their hand, and they go, we're all praying for you. We have this small group. We're praying for you. We're praying for you. We're praying for Tina. We're praying for Mike. I can't go anywhere, Tina, anywhere. And they want me to believe that 70% of this state did not choose the top-line candidate, Republican candidate, top-line candidate, 70% rejected you. Well, you know, that's that's what they would like people to believe. But, you know, if, if we can get, and that's why I come back to the recount, what we need right now, we can fix this, and this will help the whole United States. If we can get a righteous judge to rule that the way they did this test and the way they did the recount was not according to law, then they will have to, by law, count every ballot in the state of Colorado. And at that time, I guarantee you, I put my life on it, every cent I own on it, um, it they will not match up with what she said. Well, so that's where we they have plenty of time ball. to match them up right now, though. They have plenty of time. I mean, they're in the spot right now where they have plenty of time to cheat. I mean, they're cheating right well, now. Well, here's the thing. So, so the images, you know, uh, report number three explains how they basically how they have two sets of books. Yeah. But if, but you, if you pick those ballots out, those ballots are not going to uh, they're not going to match up with. They can the images on Chuck Gorman, you know, raves about doing and all that. It doesn't matter. That's that's from the second database, not the first database where the original images went through. And that's not the original balance. So well, I tell you what, we are we are at the end of the show, and we are out of time. And I, but I, I got to tell you, I'm going to pray for you before you leave. I'm going to pray for you, 
And it's you're the only person, by the way, you're the only friend that I have that can come on the show and almost bring me to the, to the edge of tears. So I'm mad at you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I held it together. I appreciate your love and your support and all the listeners, too. I mean, you know, it takes us all. And I just want to say that, you know, and I say that when I speak, I say everybody has to do their part. Don't just be a spectator. Now is the time you've got to get involved. We have a short time left, and it's it's critical that everyone gets involved. And, uh, you know, they can't get us all. Can't get us all. They might pick out a few in the front, but they can't, they can't get us all. And uh, we have got to stand up right now. You know, we're like Gideon's mighty army. We're like the 300. We're like the Spartans, you know. We are fierce, and we love our country. We have a purpose for being here. And, um, you know, God will always win over evil. So, you know, if you have to give your life for it, you give your life for it. But it's worth it. It's worth it to give your life for something rather to live in slavery. And that's where we're headed, guys. That's seriously where we're headed. That's what they want to do. And I don't know what their plan is. Okay, well, I got to tell you that your your courage is infectious. It's more infectious than fear. The things that you do for others, it, it is noted. We will, we, will, we will not just rally around you right now. We will rally around you during the trial. We, we're not done. And as they walk around and they burn buildings down and they try to instill fear and they lie and they cheat and they steal and they represent poorly the people that they say they represent while they steal their money and hand it over to foreign interests and, and do things to basically degrade everything about our society, including the basic education that our children's get, children get, I have to tell you, we're done. As people, we're done. And you are epitomizing that standing up, smiling and doing the thing. I, I love your mugshot, by the way, because you're like, I, I just want to take credit for that because I was like, Tina, you get in there, you're like, yeah, hello. <laughs> um, but but this is the time. This is the time we were we were made for such a time as this, and we have to rem remember that sometimes it's not going to be easy. Nobody said it was easy. God did not say it'd be easy. He just said it'd be worth it. So I'm going to pray for you. Is that okay? Am I allowed to do that? And I'm going to tell everyone, by the way, to go see Selection Code. I'm also going to just give a wrap up on this. I want everybody to know that you got to go to my pillow. Actually, support Mike Lindell. He has a legal defense fund. You can go to Frank's Beach, which we're on right now. Um, you can uh, use code CD21. That's Charlie David 21. You can use that CD21 also on my store to buy my coffee. So go in there, support Mike Lindell, and buy that my coffee as well. Have it shipped directly to you. Um, he's doing some incredible work. He stood up. He keeps spending, keeps doing the things that are necessary. And it has nothing to do with money, has nothing to do with fame. He was already famous before that. Has everything to do with just taking care of and doing God's work. Because it does say in the Bible, faith without works is dead. So go there. He's an amazing teacher. None of this, none of this would have come out without him. Many have tried to get this out. His fearless, nonstop perseverance in this, his support of me and others in this fight is just relentless. You know, he is the real deal. And, um, you know, I, I just, I so appreciate him. Please do give to the, uh, to the Lindell Legal Offense Fund. And if you'd like to contribute also to the recount, 
Um, you know, we have to pay for it out of our campaign finance funds. Um, and so, so where do they go for that? Where do they go for that? Uh, they can go on Tina Peters, Tina Peters. Colorado dot mm -hmm. If they've okay. already maxed out their donor, I am I am setting up a, an LLC and a five hundred one c three to be able to travel and um, and spread the word about what's going on. Um, that will be in addition to um, what we do with the radio. All right, we're not going to stop. Tina Peters for Colorado.com. I'm going to go ahead and pray for you, Tina. Father God, we are so thankful for Tina. We're thankful for their commitment to truth. Father God, we're thankful for the people that have supported Tina. We're thankful for the listeners. We're thankful for the people that have contributed to the campaign for the recount. We're thankful for those people that have stood up and stood beside, shoulder to shoulder with others that are in the fight. We're thankful for the volunteers. We're thankful for all the people that have surrounded Tina and have surrounded Mike and have surrounded others that are seeking truth. Father, all we want is truth. We could care less what the outcome is as long as it is the truth. And we have found ourselves in that place where we found truth. We uncovered it, not just here in Colorado, but around the nation in every single state. And yet these deniers just say it doesn't exist. It's frustrating, Father. But we're still grateful for the, for the journey that we are on. We're, we're grateful for the path that we're on. Father, I would ask you to put a special blessing. I say special blessing every single day, twice a day. But this is a special blessing. I, I would just ask you to bless Tina with peace. Give her absolute peace. I would just ask you to, to give her and allow her to have joy. It's hard. You know, one of the things that Tina said that I thought was just, and it, it crushes me, is that they've taken every man out of her life. And I just would, Father, I would just ask you to reassure her that we are here for her, that it's not just me, it's not just Mike, it's not just Kurt and Sean and all the other people in this. It is, it is the millions of people, the millions of men around this nation that will stand up for Tina and stand up for truth. Father, I ask you to bless her health and her heart and her mind Give her the courage, but also give her the wisdom to know when to speak, what to speak. Give her discernment of who to be with, who not to be with, what to say, what not to say, when to lead, and when to submit and follow. Father, I would, I would ask you to also give her the ability to operate in a place where she can have an influence despite what the being locked in the lion's den. Despite the Rubensteins and the Jenna Griswold and the persecution she's under, I would just ask you to be able to extend her influence so that others can have the same courage. Other county clerks can stand up and say, we've had enough. And do the right thing. I would ask you to bless and protect those county clerks and quarters across the country that have collected information, that are holding that information, that we are going to use in order to eradicate mail-in ballots and election machines across the entire nation. Father, I would just ask you to put a hedge of protection around them as well. I would ask you to bless our hearts that we do not become jaded towards those that are misguided. I would ask you that you give us the ability to forgive 
when this is over, forgive those people to welcome them back into a system that is true, is correct, is a gold standard that allows for people's vote to count, allows for people's voice to count. Father, I ask you to bless Mike Lindell in every way possible. Bless the team that's around him. Give them courage, but also give them stamina. Give them the ability to have the energy necessary to keep up with Mike. I would ask you to bless his fiance who has a lion's job of standing with Mike every single day. Kendra. You know who she is. I know who she is. Father, I would, I would ask you to bless Frank's speech. I would ask you to bless those people that are influencers and out there that are speaking truth and doing good work. I would ask you to give us unity, Father. Set aside petty differences and, and solve some problems related to hurt feelings that we may all row in the same direction. We may not have all the answers individually, but collectively, I think we do. And I would just ask you to reveal that, Father. Father, we ask for all of these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Can I, can I just do a shout out real quick, too, for coloradorecount.com there's seven uh, there's seven uh, candidates that were defrauded of their races as well and they have a lawsuit going out that's going to be heard and yes thank you for putting that up coloradorecount.com they have legal bills that need to be met uh, you know, just like me and they, uh, they, they the attorneys need to be paid so to keep this thing going if people ColoradoRecount.com. I know Tina's breaking up a little bit. Mr. Producer's trying to fix that, but I want you guys all to know I support Tina. You should support Tina. And by the way, be an ambassador of truth and spread this word. Tina, thanks for coming on the show. God bless you, and I will talk to you in the next day. Bless you. Thank you so much. You know, we, we have a we have a big. We have, we have a huge thing that we have to do collectively together, um, and that is stand up. I talk about the doctrine of lesser magistrates. I'm going to come right back to it again. And some people get mad at me, like, Joe, we've already talked about the doctrine of lesser magistrates. Well, unless you've actually read the book, unless you've actually contributed to it and gotten in the middle of it, mm, go to the doctrine of lesser magistrates or go and find it and read it. It's, it's written by Matthew Truella. A proper resistance to tyranny and a repudiation of unlimited obedience to civil government. It's super important that we read that and we become the lesser magistrates. We become the ambassadors of truth. I, I want to say it again. I keep saying it for those of you that have not been here before. I will not be the one to save this country. Tina will not be the one to save this country. None of us will be the ones to save this country. Because on the beaches of Normandy, when they wave, wave, wave the light, white flag, nobody, I'll just say this, Nobody knows the name of the man that ran onto that beach willing to give his life that caused them to raise the white flag. In other words, you don't know if you are the one that God chose to step in the gap and do the things that are necessary in order to get these evil tyrants, these treasonous traitors to lay down and go back into the hole they came from. If you want to reset this country, if you want to put God back in our community, if you want to uh, operate in a place where we have integrity, then you have to be the one to step in the middle. I'm going to say it again about the, uh, the uh, um, fax blast 
and the letters that we sent, because we, what we do is we pull them and sometimes we'll send letters, we'll send your letters to Congress, is that you can't complain about the fact that they're not listening if you're not listening. If you're not willing to say, if you're gonna go, ah, what difference does it make? Then you're no different than Hillary Clinton. You're no different than those people that sit on their couches, Kevin McCarney. And I'm not calling you out as a person, I'm calling us out as a group. We have to learn to stand together. We have to learn to make our voice heard. We have to make sure that even if it's unpopular, we continue to do it. We have to take the hits. And we have to tell the media to go pound sand. That's what we have to do. Media, big tech, the, the uh, what is it called? Demcast. The millions of people that they create that are, aren't even real people that are running through a little system and creating bots everywhere to make it seem like they're real people. They're not real people. And you know how I know when they come to my Facebook page and they drop seven or eight different comments that are all the same on my page? I know that that's Demcast. I know it's Demcast. I know it's fake people. I call them what they are. You're a fake person. Because they come in, seven or eight people in a row. And then I run them through the system and I do a background check on them and I'm like, oh, this isn't a real person. Because that's what they are. They're liars. Call them what they are. Become an ambassador of truth. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Mountain time. And we've got some fire guests tomorrow. So I'll see you then. In the meantime, enjoy your family. God bless you. Get on your knees. Make sure you say a special prayer for those people that are in the gap. And then get in the gap yourself. God bless you all. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.